Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Free Skates Podcast. Today is a bit of a special episode because we got our friend Jack Napek on the line today. Um, he's been super active in the Instagram and Free Skates community in general for quite some time now, and he is going to tell you his Free Skates story and you know whatever else we end up talking about regarding Free Skates. So welcome, Jack. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, appreciate even the offer to uh, share my story about how I've come to where I'm at with uh, my free skating and excited to dive on in. Awesome. So yeah, we can get right into it and uh, just start way at the beginning, whenever that, whenever that was. Yeah. So I got a little bit of stuff written down, like bullet points on a uh, piece of paper, just in case I get lost here. But uh, it all started back in like 2014. So my brother and a few of his buddies were attempting to just start off their free skating journey on the, uh, the aluminum, you know, the Freeline brand, Okay. which I had no idea that the brand was even going under or anything like that at the time. It was just, I wanted to hop on them too. And, uh, I guess what happened with my brother's friend group was they kind of stopped uh, attempting them after, you know, one of the kids couldn't get it. Maybe two of the kids actually got it and kept going with it. But okay. I, I got my first pair off of one of the kids that failed to, you know, or didn't want to progress any further, I should say, I guess, because mm. everyone can do it. I know everyone can do it. It's just of a matter course. of how much you put in, you know what I mean? Yes. So, and this is kind of a trend for me. Like my brothers are like, we'll kind of give up on snowboarding or whatever, and I'll keep at it. I'll keep going. I'll do the, like, you know what I mean? I'm not, not going to give up and just put it put it down so that's really what got me on them is like i saw people giving up on them and i was like no this is definitely my thing like i loved the ripstick i loved the ripstick as a kid i loved like i don't know it was there was something about it and and every free free skater should be able to relate that there's just so many opportunities with skates and combinations variations it's the limit it's almost like a limitless possibilities with like what you can do with them but so that's what originally just attracted me to them but i they're feel like every free skater should be able to relate to that yeah they're definitely good for someone that likes a challenge and uh it, do, it does take pers- persistence you know it's not mm-hmm. for it's not for everyone and uh you find that out pretty quick i can say just for me personally i never wanted to stop um i just fell in love with the skates and that's what it takes for someone to you know keep going and keep at it and i just never stopped so yeah and so from like 2014 to 15 and even into 2016 i was just kind of casually enjoying like or enjoying like path riding and like just changing up like your pumping patterns almost and Mm -hmm. almost i was just mastering how to like accelerate at a fast speed and then control your speed and then like I was I was even amazed at the skates when I was just riding them like a ripstick at how fast I could get accelerating like within a split second or two you know what I mean like you can get going on those things cooking super fast so that's what I've just fell in love with path riding just pumping was like it was like shredding snow on concrete there's nothing better than that <laughs> so little did I know 2014 15 and 16 were the years I like subconsciously was building up all this leg muscle for what I didn't know was going to be like, once I took 
that skill set that I had of just like riding like a ripstick to the skate park, that's when it kind of opened my eyes to like, oh my gosh, there's so many possibilities that I haven't been discussed or like venturing into. Mm-hmm. And uh, unfortunately, 2017 was the year I, I broke my ankle. So I kind of had a pretty big setback uh, for a few months there. Oh, wow. And I didn't really know if I could even hop back on the skates or not. Did you break your ankle on the free skates? Oh, no. This was a uh, senior break in uh, Mexico. Oh, uh, okay. That's a story for a different time, though. Okay, no worries. <laughs> okay, I was curious because I've... Um, a little bit of a tangent, but I've never... People always say they break their ankle, and I personally tell people I've never seen it happen. No, so I this was... is what I, I... You'll love where I'm about to go with this, then. Just wait. Okay. Um, so after I had been in bed rest for whatever, you know... Uh, a few months i don't i don't even remember the exact timeline but um that was around the same time i bought my first pair of jmk's so i was just super excited to get back on the skates and i had an upgraded pair and i should tell you about the aluminum pairs uh what i did notice when i was riding them is the wear and tear on the wheels after riding paths super aggressively mm-hmm. would kind of make it so you could only ride them a specific way so okay. I realized I realized that, and I mean, on top of that, you kind of burn through money when you don't rotate them, you know what I mean? Because uh-huh. you're just buying more and more wheels. So not only did I realize I need to go switch, but I realized the frame on the metal or the aluminum uh, Freeline branded version, it was starting to bend the, the stronger I got with my riding. Like those, those aluminum frames are only so strong. Like they eventually bent and then my wheels would hit the uh metal on the outsides of it so uh, honestly it was a blessing to upgrade it to these things because they've saved me money they've like improved my riding there's i'm 100 percent like behind this company it's best of the best free skates out there i mean there's there's a lot more reasons than just those two but i i love that it saved me money and just a way better performance because like you can't bend this truck you can't i mean there's there's integrity in this build one hundred percent. I um I personally have gotten my skates run over by a car not once but twice. Really? And uh, and uh, nothing happened to the skates aside from one of the times the skate got caught under the wheel and got dragged for a while, and then it got <laughs> spit out from the wheel. Um, and the grip tape was understandably worn from oh, grinding yeah. grinding on the asphalt, and it, uh, I think it was newly applied, so it started to uh, slip off a little bit. But, you know, I find another piece of grip tape and the skate itself, integrity wise, was. Yeah, it's completely fine. Yeah, my, my first pair, my first pair kind of looks uh, a po- like kind of like Jeff's, how it, the edge is just completely worn down from all the throwbacks. All you the do. throwbacks, of course. And yeah. it's not quite to the point that Jeff's are at, but like I completely see how like you, these things last to the point where you can grind them down like halfway through and you can still ride them like it's not. Like I, if you put edge guards on, you can keep your edges completely fine. But I almost love the noise that it makes when it's grinding, and uh, it honestly is just more fun to know that you're using what you have. You know what I mean? Like I yeah. love using these to the point where I want to buy more. Like I remember in uh, whenever I got my second pair of these these ones, I remember thinking that these almost were loose or something. But honestly, after putting new wheels in them, they're completely fine still. They almost had a a ricketing like effect after how much i've just used and abused them because i have used and abused these things Mm -hmm. but they still hold like 
the same amount of like integrity. I, I definitely relate though to like just the upgrading part. Um, I rode maybe not for as long as you because I didn't start free skating until 2017. Um, so we're coming on four years now. But um, the first, I would say, a year or so, or 10 or so months, I was riding just the knockoff pair. And I didn't yeah. know any better. And my friend JC, he got the JMKs, and that's that's when I noticed there was something different and something better. Oh, yeah. But, you know, I, I was a college student. I wasn't quite ready to spend it yet. And thankfully, I got them as a gift. And I was blown away just by the sheer quality. And yeah. they feel like tanks. Like, when you first... Oh, exactly. like unbox Thanks. them and hop on them for the first time it's the difference is just mind-blowing and i don't you explained it the best yourself i mean they're just better in every way and they improved me as a rider and just made everything easier so totally it's crazy how back in 2014 i just i probably didn't venture out onto youtube or anything like or I, I know i didn't i didn't know about the tricks up until around 2018 Oh, that's crazy. I want to say. Like, which is, I know, I don't, I had a phone. Like, I don't know how I didn't know about it. I just wasn't uh-huh. in the loop, you know what I mean? And uh, one, once I kind of saw, like, I think it was the Kumu Films video, I was like, no way are people doing this kind of stuff on, like, this these skates that I, like, I'm falling in love with. Like, uh-huh. I, and I just saw nothing but, like, raw potential of, like, what I could potentially but I, I never thought in a million years that I'd be at the point where I'm at today. Like, that's why, like in uh, in 2019 when I first started doing like my my first three tricks are kind of really important for me too. Like I feel like a lot of free skaters will struggle with how to go about progressing with trick progression. Mm-hmm. And for me, I mean, I don't remember who exactly I was watching that kind of gave me the idea to do the throwbacks. But the first trick I ever learned was just a throwback, and then I 180'd out naturally. And I didn't even think of the 180 out as an extra trick. I just thought of it as going back to my regular stance, you know? Oh, yeah. So that alone just made me almost instantly, like, hooked on, like, trick progression. Like, I wanted to learn how to do a switch throwback to do a trick to get back into my switch stance. And completing that, when I first, when I first completed the thr- throwback, into your switch stance and then switch throwback into your regular stance it felt like a rubik's cube underneath my feet that's the exact <laughs> like I, I still remember thinking that exact thought when i did it i was like this feels like i'm doing a rubik's cube under my feet it's like you're problem solving and reacting to re- in, er, interactions that you're doing and it, uh-huh. it there's not there's nothing better than uh landing a few of your first tricks that's i guess what I... i'm getting at there I would agree. It's um, it's almost created a problem for me because I just love the feeling of landing something new. So I'll go after something. I'll grind and grind until I get there, get it on film, and then I'll move on to the next thing, um, yep. which is a problem because I really should be working on the things individually, improving as I go. But um, there's something about just landing something new that's addicting. Yeah, um, I can say I can say that for my latest trick, a switch dual kickflip. That is uh-huh. way beyond where I should be progressing, but I couldn't help <laughs> but try it. I couldn't help but try it, and I landed it. I was like, I know how to do a dual now. Why don't I try it in my switch stance? It's essentially just fl- like, uh, like I remember when I first started learning switch, I would have a mental like helper. Like, I would pretend like I'm looking my regular stance, and. Uh, just skating backwards with the muscle memory 
So that mm -hmm. really helped me learn how to do switch. So I thought, why don't I use that kind of a mindset in learning how to do a dual kickflip switch? So that yeah. translated way better than I thought it would. And yeah. it did, I mean, it did take 25 attempts, probably maybe 30, but it happened. <laughs> yeah, I would say I had a similar experience with the whole just mindset of when you're riding switch. If you think about it in like, I don't know much about skateboarding, but you can do tricks in your fakie stance. Yeah, yeah. So if you just think like you're riding backwards and you're doing the trick fakie, but like your your mindset is still focused on riding your regular direction, you're just moving a different way. And that's exactly and, what I'm of, talking about. Yeah. Instead of acting like I'm suddenly regular, I'm still goofy, but I'm just riding backwards and I do a front foot kickflip just the same, which turns into a switch back foot kickflip. But it feels like um, it feels right when I think about it. Still on my normal stance. Exactly. I feel like I've used that kind of that kind of mindset to teach myself majority of the tricks that I have learned. But at the same time, I probably wouldn't have progressed as far as I have without following all the riders overseas in China. We're seeing all the insane like amount of practice they put into all these tricks and seeing how it's how they're all performed and giving tips some in some cases like it's cool to have people that are ahead of you giving you a helping hand in that sense. Yeah, that's, um, it gives you something to work towards all the time. Like, yeah, no matter how good you get for at least most free skaters in the world, there's always going to be someone that's doing stuff that you're not. It's better than you at certain, better than you at certain things. And there's just always something to look forward to, which I love. Mm -hmm. This free skating has given me a skill set that I've been able to take to snowboarding. Oh. wake surfing and i mean i don't skateboard but i could imagine this translates over to skateboarding in some some ways mm -hmm. so that's one thing that i have just truly been appreciated of is being able to like it's crazy how i've been snowboarding for like upwards to like 10 years and my snowboarding progression kind of came to a halt at the age of like i don't know 12 13 or 14 because I don't know if it was the kids that were two years younger than me doing double backflips off kickers or what it was that got me not wanting to progress anymore. Cause it's just like, I don't want to get to the point where I'm like doing crazy stuff about to break my neck to try and get better at something. I think that's what almost did it. But when I, when I first started riding these and then hopped back onto a snowboard in the winter, my skill set increased a lot, like just carving wise, you know? So that's where I've become a lot more appreciative is just being able to take the skill set that this has allowed me to do with my backside, frontside turns, yeah. taking those in onto uh, behind a boat or on a mountain is just, there's nothing. I can't even say, like put into words how awesome it is to be able to translate the skill set. It's just, it's amazing. I don't know. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll bet. I mean, this is really the only thing I ride, so I can't relate too much to translating to that many things, but just the the amount of control you gain from learning to oh free skate gosh, and exactly. carving, and once you master that, I'd imagine it translates so well, and I've, the only way I can relate specifically is I've taken on roller skating recently, and okay. I'm, I'm not even a week into learning, so I, I still kind of look a bit awkward, like I don't know what I'm doing, but from what I've heard from other roller skaters, the progression has been really quick, just over a few days. And yeah, um, 
you're thinking that might have came from your free skating a little bit? A little bit. I mean, it's, <laughs> a, a, it's a shift in balance from, like, you're used to your sideways stance. I've never really had the balance moving in this direction. Yeah, it's like skiing or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I have never tried skiing. I would imagine I'd be terrible at it, so. but um, uh, You could probably pick it up. <laughs> the, the balance I think you should definitely... try snowboarding, though. Yeah, snowboarding, I'd be very excited, um, especially with the carving and free skating and how you slow down and stuff. So uh, the balance definitely translates. I should probably move into around, oh, I guess we were talking about like 2019 when I kind of became obsessed with the trick progression where like on an average day, you'd find me out in the street doing an Instagram live probably for two hours straight, just trying to do whatever tricks I felt or whatever tricks came to mind, you know, like, and that's what's so fun about it is you can just kind of take it at your own pace, learn whatever trick you want and combine it with the tricks you already know. So mm-hmm. it, there's an unlimited amount of fun to be had on these 100% and I guess it was in like 2019 when I was realizing how fast my skill set was really progressing and I was almost just blown away at the fact that I was doing some of these tricks that I had seen back in 27 like you know like you never would have expected yourself to be able to do throw back into switch throw back into like into whatever variation you want something you said about not realizing how quickly you were progressing I remember watching the Kuma Films vid recently and watching that for the first time a while back when I had just ordered the skates and I wasn't able to do anything. Mm-hmm. I saw these people doing the throwbacks around pillars and like sharing the skates and stuff and doing tricks back and forth with each other. I thought that was all insane, which it is. It's totally insane. But it is though. Looking at it now, I'm realizing there is some of the stuff that they're doing that are suddenly approachable by me. And I never would have, I never would have thought I could reach that level, but watching the video now and seeing that I can do some of these things is really, really amazing to see how, how quickly I've progressed without noticing it. I got to say the same thing. I rewatched the Kuma video uh, probably a few months back and I was blown away at the fact that my brain could process every single trick they were doing Mm -hmm. and decide like whether or not I've done that before or could do that kind of a trick. Like, I'm like, I could do that. I could do that. Like, like I'm like looking at it and, and back in 2017, I was going, oh my gosh, that's possible. Mm-hmm. And in 20, like whenever I re- recently watched it a few months back, I'm like thinking I can probably do like majority of all those tricks. Like, it's just crazy to me. It only happened in like a, f- a year or two, a year or two. Like, that's actually crazy. Yeah, and that's, I'm still blown away that, that it was that long, period of a time before you found out that those tricks were I know possible. I'm that's what Not- I trust me I can't uh I can't get over the fact that I didn't know about tricks back in 2014 but I mean I'm I'm completely fine with it because I just I loved the way the path riding was I love pumping I loved propel I love just the propulsion aspect of it like self propulsion because back in 2014 and 15 and 16 I remember thinking like uh when I was riding on on paths and stuff, uh, I'd, be, I'd get passed by, or not passed, but I'd pass people going the other way than me, going on like hoverboards or something. And that's really what made me think like, I'm happy I'm on these free skates because it's getting me out there and being actually active in like, I don't know, a lot of people were switching over to like a moped or like some electronic thing. And it's like, mm-hmm. I love the fact that it, it still like allows the human to like, be athletic and be outside and actually get a workout in rather than like i don't know enjoy a device like a hoverboard or something not that you yeah. can't do that sometimes but 
I was just hooked on the fact that it was healthy for you and like it's healthy I'm it just, looks it looks crazy it, cool like uh, cool, you yeah. get tons of questions about it I mean you feel good doing uh, it the amount like, of conversations I've had about these things I could I I could fit like a whole movie worth of time uh-huh and just the people you meet and their memories and just everything about it. I love this sport and I'm biased, but um, it's great. Yeah. And that's why <laughs> we're out great. here trying to trying to spread it. Um, I guess I'll move on to 2020. Um, oh, wow. The beginning of 2020 was pretty awesome. We took, me and my brother took the old pair that was just sitting around in the closet uh, of the aluminum frame mm -hmm. and put an ice blade on it and took free skating uh, to ice. So that was a really cool experience. Was and, that only in 2020 that you started doing that? Uh, it might have been a little bit back in 2019 too, okay. but I just remember posting about it in uh, 2020. Yeah. And the skill set that I actually gained from that was crazy. The, the wheels give you only one, uh, or no, the blade on an ice skate gives you one axis, you know, to turn on. Mm -hmm. versus the two wheels so it makes it a little bit harder to do to do turns on these and uh, just kind of messing around on the ice skates gave me a better understanding for how to accomplish my backside front side turns and okay. uh it also helped me gain a lot of uh confidence in my 360s how how they roll together or uh how you can almost keep it continuous i guess i should say that was just like another like cross sport like thing like snowboarding or wakeboarding or whatever that kind of helped me gain a skill set in free skating like when i when i hop back on the wheels it was like it felt like nothing changed as much as it did feel like something changed you know like it's cool to bring yourselves out of your comfort zone and then bring yourself back into that comfort zone and then realize how much better you got because of what you did like yeah it's almost like cross training between those two things yeah and, um, the the interesting thing uh, with the with the ice free skates i've always looked at those as um really cool but also potentially dangerous if i didn't know what Super i was doing dangerous. like a kickflip that's like if you stomp your foot on the blade or like just anything where you lose the skate and end up falling on the blade in some way just sounds super terrifying. So I was wondering if you've dealt with any of that or how, to, how I have, you've gotten around it. I have only thought of that kind of a thing happening. And I kind of knew that that was a possibility going into the ice skating. So I uh -huh. did not try any flip tricks, any... Uh, <laughs> I just tried to stay within my skill set. You know what I mean? I, yeah. what, the tricks that I knew was what I was trying to bring to the ice rink. So skate swaps or throwbacks or just stuff where the skate re disconnects and reconnects. You're still showing off the free skate sport, but you're not trying to be too flashy and doing flip tricks and this and that. Like that's right. dangerous. I understand where you're coming from. And I, I still am scared when I go free, free free ice skating. I try to take it really easy. Just, you know, have a good time out there. Nothing too impressive, but it was really good cross training after kind of transferring from ice after the winter ended. Uh, I got back on the skates obviously. And my combos that I was able to put together were just coming together a lot easier than like ever before. Cause I mean, my trick progression was getting better. I mean, it only makes sense that like you can throw your tricks together in a line a lot easier the more mm -hmm. tricks you have obviously so 
in like COVID, with COVID happening, it kind of, I mean, I'm sure a lot of free skaters can agree with this. It was like a blessing in disguise where you have a lot more time to skate. And uh, that's exactly what I was doing and putting a lot of combinations together. And that was just super fun to be able to throw everything that I had been learning over the past years together in like less than a 20 second line. You know what I mean? Like, so when you, when you see these free skaters doing this insane combinations and, and stuff, it's, it's years worth that's gone into it, but you're uh-huh. seeing 10 seconds, you know? Right. It's just crazy that, that I don't know I, that you can even get to that point really, but it's, it's difficult to remember that because as a free skater, um, and I would assume a lot of free skaters feel this way. You, you want to become like the best you can be. You want to push yourself and, yeah. um, you're looking up to all these free skaters and you want to be that. Uh, but if you look at these free skaters in China that are doing, you know, boneless is down eight stairs and yeah. they, they couldn't do that overnight. Obviously they've been doing yeah. it for 10, 11, 12 years. Like I've been doing it for not even four. So, mm-hmm. um, I would like to be at that skill level, but everyone starts somewhere and they were at our, in our shoes at one point too. So it's, it's frustrating, but also important to just to remember the reality. Yeah, I can totally relate to that. And I can totally see how a lot of the free skate community that's just hopping on them right now wants to be at the point where you're at the two or three or four level or four uh-huh. years in level. Yeah. And it's so all relative. It's, and uh, when I when I go skating with uh, Stefan in uh, Bloomington, he lives kind of near me. Um, he's kind of eager to just progress. You know, it takes time. You got to progress, and you should really be having fun with it because there's a method to the madness. You can't just like like we were just saying. Like you can't just progress overnight. Like yeah, I've gotta had got to put in the work. I definitely have my moments of that, um, and it. It does help to skate around other free skaters, and I've had that blessing of being able to skate with people that really know what they're doing. And you wouldn't believe how how much that and how quickly that lets you improve just spending time around those people. But seeing all of that makes me want to suddenly be at that level. So what I've come to is having the connections that I do have, um, some direct connections to some riders in China that you see in the videos. I've you know actually gone out of my way to message them and say. How does this trick work? You're you've mastered this. How do I do it? And they come at me with the unfortunate response of, <laughs> "You're not exactly ready for this. Here's what you should be working on." Um, and you know, if we want to be specific, it's like you know, dual kickflip switch it, which I'm starting to do, but I'm nowhere near consistent at. So the response when asking how to do that was working on something as simple as a switch it or riding switch. Okay, yeah. you can do that. Do a Tokyo. Now do a Tokyo and switch. Do all these things that involve getting yourself out of your comfort zone as far as just balance in general. Yeah, if you don't have full control over just basic balance and all these different positions, how can you expect to, you know, just bust out this trick every time that requires crazy control over what the skates are doing? It was Chi that I was having that conversation with. What he could have done is, um, you know, just told me how to do it and left it at that. But I did appreciate the response of... It's it's better for you in the long run. To, it's better for me and you know it's an that, honest answer of, yeah, hey, yeah, like, yeah. I went through this too. You're not exactly ready for this. I had to practice this for years and do these basic things before even thinking about getting these consistent. Exactly. And now he's at that point, you know, 10 or whatever years down the line where he can't do it every time. 
I think a lot of free skaters watching this will uh, be able to relate to that or it'll maybe even help them uh, progress in their journey. So hopefully that mm -hmm. helps. Yeah, everybody's at their own spot and uh, there's just always something to work towards. And like you said, the best thing is to have fun with it in the process. That's oh, yeah. the most important That's thing. honestly where I started. You know, I was just enjoying the propulsion aspect of these things. But I guess going like midway into 2020, uh, was when I really started learning how to do uh, those flip tricks. And you're honestly kind of one of the reasons I started doing this too, because I saw you progressing to that level. And I was like, oh, that's crazy. I need to start doing these. Like, uh -huh. and that's when I really started grinding at them. And I mean, it takes sometimes, I mean, every skater is going to be different, but for me, it took like a month to get like a consistent, like feel for like a lot of those tricks. And uh, it came from like practicing stationary in my basement for, you know, weeks on end or like not like not like every day exactly. But you know what I mean? Like just practicing like what it takes like stationary to do some of these tricks in the first place, because doing them with speed to begin with or practicing them with speed to begin with can make you feel almost hopeless sometimes. Yeah. But it's the buildup of mechanics and the muscle memory that really allows you to be able to perform these tricks at a consistent rate. Yeah. So that's the goal for every free skater. I feel like is to be able to get a lot of these tricks down consistently. And, uh, I guess that's really where I'm at now. End of 2020 able to do a few of these dream tricks that I never thought I'd be able to do. And I, I'm more than happy to even just have the skill set. you know? Yeah. It, it definitely takes time. Anybody that's been following kind of what I've been posting on Instagram knows I've been focusing on the same like two or three tricks this past entire year. And oh, yeah. I've made a lot of progress, but at the same time, they're nowhere near consistent. So that just goes to show, at least for my personal experience, this is, is going to take time if you want to pursue something like this. Oh, and, yeah. um, Flip tricks in general are insanely hard to get consistent, even down to a single kick flip. So it, it does take time. That applies to skateboarding too. Like any time where the board is going in a complete rotation and then you land back on it, that is, there's so much room for error and uh, you gotta be willing to be patient to see the final result of perfection, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, one of these days, this is a, kind of a tangent, but Jeff and I, a couple times I've had free skate science episodes, uh, which is how stuff works. Um, I'd be interested to have a discussion about the free skate science of the kickflip and how you can apply different kinds of pressure to the skate so that it flips a certain way. When you do like a kickflip change where it goes to the other foot, there's so many different things oh, yeah. that you can do wrong or right in that situation and how much you kick out and... Just the science of the kickflip is something I'd like to, first of all, study a little more and get input on because I, I don't even understand it, but it'd be a cool conversation to have. There's an art to it. There's like a perfect science behind how people line up their foot positioning and yes. like momentum and pressure. Yeah, it's, it's so interesting. It is. And it's so fine-tuned and like the skateboarding thing is there's so much room for error. And when I see people like June or chi or amin or whoever yuki get it every time 
the fact that they've dialed in that science and like figured it out is just mind blowing to me. And I want to get to that level of understanding so badly. Yeah. Um, but you know, it takes time and comfortability and just overall control. So. Yeah. It's cool to have just even a sliver of that understanding for yourself, you know, and mm-hmm. every free skater can relate wherever they're at with their progression. And that's, what's really cool about these free skates is it, it makes you into a, I don't know, like the more you ride them, the more you learn about mm-hmm. them. So it's really cool. I don't really have much more moving on into 21. I just wrote, you know, I'm excited for what the future holds for free skating, whether that's competitions or if I could eventually get in or like if there's eventually going to be like coaching or sponsors or, you know what I mean? Like I'm excited to see where the free skating community like takes the sport. Cause that's really who's, who's driving it forward. Really. Yeah, me too. Um, 2020, uh, as weird of a year it was, was a pretty good year for free skating. And there's been a lot of new faces and riders that are showing up. I mean, uh, Michael Sly, um, yeah. you know, he's, you know, I, I learned the other day that he only started in 2020 and also that he's like this insane rollerblader as well. So yeah, like, actually crazy. Uh, at 12 years old, I guess you learn quick when you're young. I don't know. But um, <laughs> all that to say, there's so many new faces that are showing up. And I'm sure the same is going to be, I hope the same is going to be true for 2021 even more. Oh, so, I could so. only imagine. Yeah. So there's definitely going to be more opportunities opening up just in the world of free skating in general. And I'm as well excited to see where that where that takes the sport. Um I guess speaking of this year, do you have any specific goals or something specific you're looking forward to in your progress or anything um, regarding 2021 in general? Yeah, me and, um, me and my buddy that I, he didn't start free skating back in 2014. He started in like 2017, but me and him were maybe planning on coming down to meet, meet up with you guys in uh, okay. San Diego. So that would be a cool road trip. That would be awesome. Uh, I am a huge advocate for uh, making sure you're free skating with other people, regardless of who it is. I was free skating, not alone, but only with a couple people for a very long time. That being mm-hmm. JC and a few other friends from Iowa State. But when I when I came here for even a week to hang out with the guys here and then the riders in China, I, I didn't all of a sudden become this amazing free skater, but I have more ideas. I have more knowledge about the way certain tricks work just, just from watching yeah. people do them. And it's, it's, it's an experience skating with, um, those kinds of people. So I, I'd recommend it and I'm looking forward to you guys coming down. Yeah. I mean, other than that, um, maybe doing, a, a second road trip just to skate parks all around the Midwest area, or even just all around the United States, just to see what we can find. That'd be a cool idea. I mean, I'm excited to see what more ideas I come up with. I mean, with, where free skating could go and how you could make a career out of it. I, I have started posting like one or two YouTube videos, but starting to do maybe some video stuff with skate parks and all sorts of stuff like that maybe soon. That's all I got for what I wrote down. Uh, anything else you want to talk about off the top of your head? Not really. I'm just in general looking forward to seeing what this year has to offer. Um, filming some content with the crew and just continuing to spread this wonderful sport. 
couldn't yeah, ask you guys are doing anymore. an awesome job of doing day-to-day -day videos putting out a ton of content for us to consume you can definitely feel the passion you guys all have for the sport just through the videos like through all throughout the writing and just the relationships you guys have all built it's it's really cool to see that's awesome to hear well it's been an awesome time chatting with you jack um i've definitely learned a lot about you as a free skater and your story and i'm sure the same is true for everyone watching or listening so super happy i had this conversation and thanks everybody for watching i'll see you guys in the next video or or podcast or whatever comes next cool all right see everybody